Hello friends, Sagan here. Welcome back to Indie Author Weekly, where I share my behind-the-scenes journey of writing and self-publishing books. If you are new to this podcast, I am a productivity strategist for multi-passionate creatives at saganmorrow.com. I help people manage their time and energy effectively through customized, actionable strategies that work for your unique life and business. When I'm not teaching about productivity to solopreneurs, I spend my time writing romantic comedies and occasionally business books. And that is what this podcast is all about, the adventures of the author life. Now, let's get into this episode of the Indie Author Weekly podcast. Today, I want to talk about the trouble with writing rom-coms and also three things that you can do if you are writing humor. So I've got three tips for you when it comes to writing humor into your stories, because I know it can be tricky, which is, of course, the entire topic for today. When I first started writing romance novels a couple of years ago, I didn't really know what the subgenre was. I tended to refer to my books as contemporary romances and new adult romance. And that's true, um, but I think, you know, there's often maybe a sub-subgenre beneath that, right? That doesn't, they, they are contemporary, they are new adult, but that's not exactly the most specific definition for my books. Sometimes it takes a while for us to hone in on our niche. And in fact, I didn't even know that romantic comedy was a genre of novels. When I first started writing these books, uh, I didn't know that that was a thing. So it was about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, that I happened to be reading a book by another indie author, and she refers to her stories as romantic comedies. And when I was reading one of her books, I realized that my personal style could totally be considered romantic comedy. So that was really cool. But at the same time, I also wasn't sure if I was funny enough to call my books rom-coms. I didn't know if I was really funny enough to write rom-coms. I mean, I certainly amuse myself (laughs) with my books, but it's really tricky to know whether your sense of humor is going to be well-received by readers. And, you know, sometimes people might interact with our sense of humor. They might enjoy it a lot when we are um, interacting with people in person, but the written word can be a little bit different, right? So I wasn't really sure, to be honest, if my books had that sort of sense of humor, if it was really being conveyed properly the way that I wanted it to from the page. And this is what leads us to today's episode topic, the trouble with writing rom-coms. Because the most challenging part that I have found with writing this particular genre is that there's a very delicate balance between writing jokes that are obvious enough that your reader will understand the humor and also subtle enough that you are not over the top with them. And at least, you know, this is assuming that we're going for witty humor rather than slapsticky humor. Um, that's that's just kind of the little bit of a difference there that you'll actually want to be subtle with it. If you're writing more slapsticky types of things, then, you know, probably the goal is to actually be over the top with it. This gets even more difficult to assess the more rewrites and edits that you do on your own book. You know the joke, right? You know the humor because you wrote it. So 
trying to take a step back and figure out how it will land for your reader is a lot trickier. It's much more difficult to step outside and assess your book objectively when you've been doing so many rewrites and edits with it. So I want to give you an example. Here is a passage that I wrote in my latest rom-com, Her Bad Idea. For context, Scarlett's parents are a playwright and a novelist. So here's the passage. The looks on her parents' faces when Scarlett first informed them she was starting a burlesque dance business could, at best, be described as perplexed. Do you think you're assertive enough to make it work? Her father wanted to know. Why would you want to own a burlesque business, of all things? Her mother asked. I knew it. Millennials are killing the corporate life, her father lamented. You should start a business that's guaranteed to be lucrative, something that everyone will respect as a legitimate career path. Become a writer, like I did, her mother advised. Okay, so that's the passage. And that's the the final draft of it, right? Now, the first time that I wrote a rough draft of that scene, I was giggling as I wrote it. I was amused. I was very amused with myself. I mean, Scarlett's dad is sad about millennials killing the corporate life, but he himself is a playwright. And as a millennial myself, I've always gotten a kick out of the whole millennials are killing XYZ thing. I've always thought it was pretty funny. And then, you know, Scarlett's mother's comment about how writing is a lucrative business that everyone respects as a legitimate career path is pretty funny, given that the reality of the situation for most authors is that people don't take it seriously, and it's very difficult to actually make money from it, right? So I thought it was a pretty funny section when I was first writing that draft, writing the first draft of that uh, in Her Bad Idea. But... Here's the thing. After tweaking that scene several times during rewrites, and after especially rereading it multiple times while I was going through edits of the book, I started seriously second-guessing myself. So by the time I got to that final proofread, I was like, mm. I was starting to wonder if maybe it wasn't obvious what the joke was. You know, this this fact that they're both business owners, not corporate people, and also that writing is rarely ever seen as legitimate or respectable. I was actually getting concerned that the joke wasn't coming through because I had reread the scene so many times. So I had to just take this step back and I had to just trust that readers would get it because for one thing, readers are smart people. And for another thing, the joke is pretty plain, right? It's, it's, it's kind of obvious, but you just never really know as an author, especially when you are going through so many rereads of your own writing, you start really second guessing it and you start wondering, okay, maybe this isn't obvious enough, or maybe another joke is too obvious and it becomes this, this balancing act. Writing romantic comedies isn't easy per se, and I think that it's largely because you are always always walking this very fine line with your jokes. Again, if you're going for more of a slapstick sense of humor, then I don't think you need to be as concerned about this because in that case, it's okay to be over the top with your joke and it's okay to make the punchline really obvious. So for some rom-com authors, maybe it's not a problem. And obviously, you know, sidebar, when we are talking about slapstick versus wit, um, there's no one way of writing humor that's better than the other. Both can be great. So just, you know, full, just a little disclaimer there. 
I don't think that any one of them is is better than the other. And I'm sure that writing slapstick humor has a whole other host of challenges. Um, but I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and guess that it's not you aren't walking this particular balance of trying to make sure your joke isn't too subtle but not too obvious, right? So with my personal writing and storytelling style, I usually do prefer something a little bit more subtle. Um, I'm, you know, I'm aiming to be witty with my books. Um, And therefore, when going through multiple drafts of rewrites and edits, you really have to be careful not to second guess yourself with a joke because then you might ruin it, right? You might over edit it and ruin that particular humorous scene. So it's tricky to balance it out. You need to tinker with the scene just the right amount so that so that the humor is emphasized the way that you want. And that's how that passage that I read to you above, that's how it got to the point where it is now. That's how it got to that point. I ended up expanding on Scarlett's mom's last line to make the joke clearer. So originally, um, that that last line, um, you know, her mother says, you should start a business that's guaranteed to be lucrative, something that everyone will respect as a legitimate career path, become a writer like I did. Um, it was condensed into, I think, just one sentence. And it wasn't, it was a little bit more subtle, a little bit more vague. So the punchline wasn't quite there as much. This is also why it was honestly such a relief um, when people were reading her bad idea and reviewing it. It was such a relief to see how many readers specifically mentioned in their reviews how funny and witty that romantic comedy is. Um, It's always good to know that your readers resonate with your sense of humor and also that the comedic factor landed the way that you wanted it to. I really love how much my readers enjoy the humor in my rom-coms. With her bad idea, one reader said that she spit out her tea because she was laughing so hard. And many other readers have said that they enjoy the witty banter back and forth between different characters. So as an author of romantic comedies, that is my goal. For you to laugh and get a kick out of the story and really just, you know, have pure delight in the character dynamics. By the way, you can read Her Bad Idea for yourself when you grab a copy at sigandmorrow.com books, or you can just search Polyamorous Passions on your favorite e-bookstore and buy Her Bad Idea and start reading it right now. So enjoy. I will drop the link in the show notes as well. Okay, so now that we've gone over the main trouble of writing rom-coms, I want to share with you a few quick tips for how I do it. So if you are writing humor yourself and you want some help with it, then I recommend doing three things. Tip number one, don't worry about making your joke perfect when you first write it. Just get the base idea down. You can flesh it out later. In fact, don't try to be funny when you're writing the first draft. Let yourself write uncentered, uncensored, and then when you're writing, when you're um, rereading that first draft, then you can highlight any scenes that you think could be tightened up later on to be funnier. Okay, um, and oftentimes, you know, the best scenes just 
come out organically when you are just letting yourself write, when you're not worrying about it, when you're not trying to be funnier, funny, right? Those are often the best scenes and the funniest scenes when you aren't trying to force anything. Tip number two, try writing the scene in a few different ways so that you can see what seems to be the funniest angle to take for a particular joke. This is helpful if you have a vague idea about what you want from a scene, but you're not really sure how to make it more lighthearted. So try approaching it from a few different perspectives to see what will capture the mood just right. And tip number three, during your rewrites and your edits, if you start second guessing yourself, then just tease out the joke a little bit here and there. For example, in that passage that I read to you above from Her Bad Idea, um, as I mentioned earlier, the original line from Scarlett's mother about it being a respect, you know, be, writing being a respectable career path, um, that was much shorter. It was a much more subtle joke. So what I did is I expanded on it to really drive the point home. And I also included a reminder in that same scene about what her parents' careers are so that it would be fresh in the reader's mind because that book mentions their careers, I think it was like a couple chapters earlier in the book. Um, so I decided to reiterate again in that scene what their careers are so that the reader wouldn't have to remember from earlier. It would be very fresh in their mind. And that just made me feel better as an author for ensuring that the joke would land. So that's something that you can do if you're not really sure if people are actually going to get it. Um, then you can just tease it out and just make the scene um, perhaps more nuanced, right? So I would say, you know, don't meddle too much with the initial comedic factor because again, you don't want to overdo it, but do tweak it a little bit here and there or explore other options for driving the point home. Again, by mentioning something in relation to the joke earlier in the scene, for example, or maybe by focusing on the expression on a character's face or the reaction that a character has to it, or by doing my per one of my personal favorite ways of amping up the humor in a story by incorporating some inner monologue on what's going on. Okay, so that is my... That is my, uh, those are my tips for you today with writing, writing humor and uh, sort of looking at the, the main issue that often comes up with writing rom-coms. Now, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at SaganLives to chat about it. And you can send me a message on either of those platforms if you have requests for future episode topics too. The more you tell me what you would like to see more of on this podcast, the better I can accommodate that. You can also submit questions or topic ideas anonymously at saganmorrow.com question. If you enjoyed this episode, please take two minutes to share this podcast on social media and subscribe and rate it on Apple Podcasts. Anytime you share it or leave a rating or a review, it helps more listeners find the Indie Author Weekly podcast, so every bit counts. I really appreciate your support. By the way, you can access complete word-for-word -word transcripts of this episode and all past episodes, plus sample chapters of my romantic comedies, and a few other bonuses and goodies, on the secret version of this podcast. 
Get access to all of that at sakenmorrow.com slash secret, secret podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Indie Author Weekly Podcast, and I will see you in the next episode.